So Phil, another Ask a Negotiator episode. It's great to get the podcast up and running. Um, and, you know, since we started the podcast again, we've been talking about this sort of back to basics. And, and that one of the themes that, you know, you picked up uh, last week, which came from your time working with Special Forces, was constant pursuit of excellence. And in the previous episode, we looked at, well, this idea of conscious competence, conscious excellence. Um, but we also looked at, you know, your tip for that, that episode was the phrase, something else. So, what have you got for us this week? Oh, what have I got for you today? So, um, I've been reading a book called You're Not Listening. Uh, the author's Kate Murphy, and she describes uh, in one part of the book something I suspect we're all familiar with, if we're honest. Um, you may have noticed that when you're at a cafe, a restaurant, or even, say, a family meal, rather than talking to one another, people look at their phones. Yeah. Um, or if, even if we are talking to one another, the phone is on the table. It's... it's sort of present. Well, not only present, it's like part of the place settings. Mm -hmm. and, and like your knife and fork, it's it's taken up at intervals as, almost as casually as a knife and fork. Um, and really, for me, what it's, it's signalling is, frankly, uh, that, Ben, your company is just not engaging <laughs> enough. Which might be true. <laughs> Which might be true. But, but I doubt it. <laughs> because, and she goes on to remind us that... Um, when, if you think about it, it is as a habit, when during idle moments or anxious moments, people used to reach for the cigarettes. I could remember that as a, as a frequent habit. Whereas now people are reflexively reaching for their phones. So like smokers and cigarettes, people get jittery. Your sort of hand feels weird without it. Without yeah. the phones. It's almost that habitual... Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, it's gone quiet, I'm nervous, whatever, I'll have a cigarette. That was something more of the past. Now it's pick up the phone, scroll, 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 put it down. Yeah. And just to worry us even more, because <laughs> I like building the tension, Kate says that over the past century, the average amount of time that people have devoted to listening to one another during waking hours has gone down by half from about 42% to 24. And, and on a serious note, really worrying, uh, another study that 13-year-olds who use, who are heavy users of social media, and I think it probably goes beyond just young people, yeah. it, as we get in, is their risk of clinical depression has sort of increased by something like 27%. And... And there's a most noticeable increase in how many of them are saying they are unhappy compared to their peers who spend much less time on sort of face... I was going to say Facetube. <laughs> that's probably the right Facetube. I think I'll say that. We'll rename it Face and Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. But... Um, Move aside metaverse. It's Facetube and... Yeah. yeah. Whatever we're going to call them. But just to say, and, and I'm not alone in this, because I've noticed myself doing it. Yeah, um, me too. Falling into the habit. So it's not something of the very young. It's also <laughs> something of the slightly older. And I am more conscious of trying to leave my phone somewhere else, in the bag, away, 
or simply uh, the real and the, and that jittery thing is interesting is when you leave it in your home and go out or leave it and it's not in the meeting with you but it's good practice however that is not my tip. It what it's leading into. It's going to be is, quite a short podcast if it was just leave your phone. Yeah, it could be. That's probably a valuable tip. Um, so your tip. So it's as hostage negotiators, we would learn uh, one of the things we about eight different skills to to encourage others to v- reveal information that was going to be useful to what we were doing and and it wasn't just about revealing information it was it was about actively demonstrating we're listening and that active part is a very good way of building relationships liking rapport trust and the skill of influence but being skilled in these um sort of individual skills is a real game changer Mm -hmm. and your ability to hone them um, can come from instead of trying to do them all at once when I teach this is let's just break them down in that back to basics thing and let's just focus on individually and some key elements so with my active listening participants this is what I get them to do and I suggest focus on one skill a day So today I thought, let's take minimal encouragers. And as I've introduced it with the evils of the phone, and they are very good things, phones, but it's a good medium to practice minimal encouragers because we all use minimal encouragers when we're on the phone. So the next time you're on the phone, the key thing is now become conscious as you're listening to someone, you're chatting away on the phone, they're chatting to you, just be aware of the sorts of encouragers you use. Because mm-hmm. it will be something beyond silence, just yeah. as you did there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah? Mm. And it will be what it will be, but just be aware of it. What I want you to do next, for the purpose of trying to keep and encourage the other person to keep talking, so that you learn more about the topic, is to gently increase the variety of noises, encouragers that you use, including gestures. So I can see you're nodding at me there. So by gestures, it's all those non-verbal movements that we use in our body, our face. let yourself go free. So as the conversation is going, you move from, yeah, okay. Really? Wow. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. Go on. <laughs> and as you see, go on. And even if, no. What? Yeah, you see, you're leaning forward. And now I'm leaning forward. So I'm con- just in, as if you're in front of them. So start to do that. Now, it's really important that even though you're on the phone, still do all those body gestures, movements, because they do, as I like to describe, leak into the whole package of what is going down the phone line, and people pick it up. I think you mentioned in a previous podcast about the listening position. Yeah. Yeah. So so just adopt all these positions as if they're in front of you, and keep increasing the range, and go for it to the point that the person goes, (laughs) Phil... What on earth are you doing? All those noises. Yeah. So they start to realize, but 
Why am I asking you to do this and what have you learned? I think there is quite a gap between what you normally unconsciously do to the point that you might actually risk getting discovered. What you'll discover, it is a very large gap. And for a little bit more conscious effort, and this is why I want you to practice it so it becomes natural, is it will encourage, because that's what minimal encourages are, the other to keep talking and thereby reveal more that could be really handy to you. So you're not, it's not about stopping the conversation. What you should also find is it takes little effort to be going, hmm, wow, yeah. And it actually helps you listen and interpret what they're saying. What does it mean for Ben? What's really going on for Ben? Ah, that was an interesting word Ben used. I'll just lock that away. I might come back to that. And it's actually easy because you're not thinking, I'm not thinking about me. I'm not trying to think what I'm going to say next, what question. I'm just focusing on you. And my brain does a lot better at it. And it, it, you almost, I use this expression, relax into active listening. The other thing you're doing is because you're doing this consciously and you're doing it in a playful way, you are experimenting with all the little noises you make and the gestures to the point you know you're doing it, but they don't. But this increase in range, you'll discover new ones. And that gives you confidence. Mm -hmm. And if you practice this little and often, you you really do develop the ability to make this seem natural, not false. Because one of the key things with all these skills and active listening, it's got to be authentic. It's got to be you. And the only way you can make it you is by getting used to yourself and having a go at it and maybe making the odd mistake where people go, what are you doing? And you don't, and that's fine. The reason that I think it's good to start this minimal encourager experiment on the phone is, is one, because Quite frankly, we might be a bit nervous and shy. And yeah. if they can't see you, it well, doesn't matter. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> but but the, the real important use is, is that we all expect to hear minimal encouragers on the phone. Because if we don't, I'd go, Ben, are you still there? That's <laughs> yeah. the line drop. So, so already people are expecting those noises. And if you extend your range and experiment, it doesn't feel unnatural. Yeah. until a long way yeah. it, when you've really extended it. And you will be surprised not only how long the conversation goes on, how much you learn about the other and how much your confidence grows. And what that will give you is the next time you're in a face-to-face conversation, whether it be at home or work, you will feel a lot more relaxed and authentic yeah. about using these skills and authenticity is key because people will, will will go with it. Yeah. No, it's extraordinary how much you get out of such a simple thing from rapport building to uncovering new information. And I kind of thinking, I was thinking as you were speaking about times that I've, I've made a conscious effort mm. to up my level of minimal encouragers. And, and it's... It's when I'm doing um, not so much podcasts, but interviews with, yeah. with our experts. And you get some people who are very, very 
uh, comfortable and familiar with having two cameras and lights or whatever pointed at them, but you'll have some people who are a little bit more nervous. And with those people, what I tend to do is, because because I can't go, mm-hmm, uh-huh, yes, because we don't want that to be picked on the sound, I do lean forward a little bit more. I sort of smile at them more, and I, and I sort of nod my head quite mm-hmm. a lot. And, and you know, as they're speaking, I sort of, the cadence of my nodding, mm-hmm. I try and match it with how quickly they're speaking to, to sort of give them the impression, you know, they're doing really well and I'm really getting it and, and what they're saying is great. So that, that's an example where yeah, I might have been sort of conscious of it. I might not have been, but yeah. if, if people are slightly uncomfortable and nervous, mm-hmm. just that yeah. nodding away. And, and sometimes you think, oh my God, am I nodding too much? But on the whole, they do tend to respond quite well to that because it's, I don't know if it's confirmation for them or, or, or what it is, but it, it does seem to work. That is a lovely example. And, and the only thing I'd just like to add to that, because everything you say, perfect, you should be doing these interviews. <laughs> yeah. But the key thing with it for me is where you started earlier is because there's two cameras lights and this isn't their normal environment. Mm-hmm. So they feel nervous. So when we're nervous, unsure, afraid, we close down and we want to get it over with and make it short as possible. When we feel safe and comfortable, we open up and expand. What you're doing is all of what you've said, plus you are making them feel safe and reassured. So they forget about the cameras and everything and they open up. And that is a key thing that we want to do in negotiation because you want people to feel safe in our relationship with each other, that this can be a good agreement. And I need you, Ben, to tell me what you really want. Mm -hmm. And if you're a bit unsure about me, my company, if I can do all these really little things to make you, and it's a subconscious feeling the other has, just feel that little bit safer and not nervous, they'll just tell you more (laughs) and they'll feel safer. And you might well get the deal just because when it comes to it, there might not be that much difference between you and another company and the person just says to their boss, do you know what? I just feel safer with Ben. Let's go with his company. Yeah, And that happens, doesn't it? And that happens. Yeah. That happens. Are you got examples? I mean, because last week we talked about some great examples of of the something else, you know, playing out for this and that, it, this well, skill. this is what I'm hoping is if we are, if we share these skills with people through something like this, I would invite people to um, give it a go. And what I would say is if any of you have some great examples, then yeah, e- email us. Yeah. Um, we, we may even get you on the show as the star <laughs> turn. Exactly. Sausage rolls and beers possibly included. <laughs> possibly included. So, yes, look, there's even reward. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. But seriously, give it a go mm-hmm. and see what happens and, uh, and let us know. Fantastic.